0: And now your host, Self-Made Millionaire, National Award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
1: Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I want to talk about a word. The word is retirement. And I just want to just nibble away at this from all different angles and try to come up with some reality to it. In the past. What people believed retirement was, and by the way, there were people that actually did retire this way, was a situation where you had a pension, either from your company or from the government being military or teacher, or like I said, from your employer who gave you a lifetime pension. And what it meant was that at some point, some date in time, you were old enough and had done enough that boom, it's over, you don't work anymore. And at that point, you just go off and... Go fishing. Now, the question there is really a couple things. The first one is do people really want to do that? And I actually believe they do, (laughs) believe it or not. I uh, have an uncle who's retired. He was a professor at university and uh, he got a professor's retirement, whatever that is, out of Illinois. And Illinois is a very democratic state. So, you know, there was probably a pretty good retirement there. He lives now in Florida, South Florida has a little condo. Not, not a big place, but it's, you know, it's his whole place. And he lives down in Florida in the winter and he lives up in uh, Missouri in the summer and goes back and forth. I think he has a condo in both places. I'm not sure. And he's retired. He's been retired for many, many years. He's 82 or three now, something like that. And he's been retired since he was probably, uh, I got to guess 60. I don't know when they allow you to retire. So a lot of people go, well, I would really never like to retire. And the truth of the matter is, it's probably a lie. You probably would like to retire, but is that going to happen anymore? Is that really going to happen anymore? Now you take the far other extreme, by the time I was 34 years of age, I had accumulated enough real estate, passive income, to replace my earned income, and I retired. And when I say retired, what I'm really saying is, I dropped out of corporate America, I stopped working for the man, didn't want to go back, and I actually never did go back. Not even once. Never have gone back and got another job. So, do you see these two things as the same thing? That's an interesting concept. Because every year since I've quote-unquote retired, I've made more money. Why? Because each year I buy a little bit more real estate, and that little bit more real estate makes me a little bit more money. Or I buy another business, or I start another business, and that business makes me a little more money. Now, what's interesting is my uncle did the same thing. He did it in a different way and from a different approach, from a different mental position. He bought a bowling alley. He bought a pizza joint. And he did this in the little college town where he was a professor. So, he knew what the demand was for college kids. He knew that there was a demand to eat pizza and drink beer. He knew there was a demand to go bowling. And so, he bought these businesses. Now... I've never been able to get out of him completely if he actually made any money from these. <laughs> I don't know that he did, I don't know that he didn't. But, you know, people back then just don't tell you their business. But he doesn't own them anymore. He let them all go. So my belief is that he didn't do real well with them. In fact, I think he's told me the story before, and he, he did well for a while and then didn't, and so on and so forth. So it was up and down type of thing. But the bottom line is is that he experimented with these types of businesses, But they were not his retirement. His retirement ended up being a pension. And he tells me he lives quite nicely, that the pension takes care of him well, and he's living good. And he must be, because he's 82 or 83 years old, I think. To me, my dad died at 65. My grandfather died at 65. My great-grandfather died at 65. Everybody in my family died at 65 except my uncle. So there's something about the way he lived. I think he was an athlete. I think he uh, was a wrestler and a tennis player and a bunch of other things. and He was a coach. And so I think he was a way more active. I don't think he smoked, so the rest of my family smoked like chimneys. I think that's probably one of the reasons. But the bottom line was is that he retired, and it is the traditional retirement. Now, the question that comes up is, does that still exist? Is there a traditional retirement out there anymore? I don't know if there is. I really don't. But then you come back over to my side of the story and say, well, don't. How did you retire? I retired because a couple of things happened. Number one, I changed my belief system about what retirement was. Whereas most people's belief system, retirement is an age. You get to this age, and you're no longer required in our society to work. And you get to stop working. Does that mean your life changes? Well, you don't get up and go to work for the man anymore, so now you have all this free time. So what do you do with it? That's an interesting point because what do you do with that free time? get up and go work out? Do you travel? Do you go fishing? Do you go bowling? You know, spend time with your wife? Go see your grandkids? What do you do? Interesting point. It's all about you now have time that you never had before. Then you switch back to my story, which is a little different. At 34 years of age, I retired, and what I found was I was totally bored. I had nothing to do. Why? Because the people my age were not retired. And so I had nobody to hang out with. I was just, you know, hanging out, figuring out what to do. And so I started Lifestyles. I started Lifestyles because I wanted to have somebody to talk to. And really, that's a secondary and tertiary reason. I did it because people needed help, and I had nothing to do. So it was fun for me to help other people. And he put that in my life. But the bottom line was is that financially, I was retired. So how did I define retirement? I defined retirement when my passive income was able to replace my earned income, where I didn't need to get up every day and go to work to be able to pay my bills. Now, that doesn't sound like rich, and it wasn't rich. It was retired. It meant that what I had to get up and do to go to work, to earn a living, to pay my bills was no longer necessary. Hmm, Interesting. So what is your point of extraction and why are you still working? Well, we can go at this analytically and say, well, your point of extraction exactly when you can uh, produce enough passive income to replace your earned income. Then you have to ask yourself, but then what does that do for you? Where will you be? What will you believe in yourself? I mean, I've always had this belief that people are what they do and they have what they've done. So today I'm just sitting here and trying to figure out what it is about retirement that's so strange to people. The concept. It used to be that everybody believed in retirement. Everybody believed that there was going to be a date and a time when you officially got to just stop working. So what do people think about retirement? I was sitting at the bar the other day, and there were these two really old ladies I don't know how old they were you know I mean, I'm old, so I consider myself old. And yet you could see they were drunk, and so there was a young girl with them that they had just met, and they were talking these drunk, drunk stories. And the two older women were trying to tell the younger woman that this was a man's world and that they were so happy that they had got ahead in society in a man's world. And I looked at them and I thought, define got ahead. You're 150, 200 pounds overweight. Your hair looks like you burnt it with a curling iron and just burnt it every day for 40 years and it was just frazzled and almost dead them they looked they had the same look they had bleached their hair so many times that their hair you could tell they had gray hair they're old and they had bleached it just to get rid of the gray and their hair was just dead on their head it looked terrible like i said they were massively overweight and they were drunk and they were trying to tell this young girl how to live but the young girl didn't want to hear it it was hilarious one of the old ladies started telling her you need to talk to my daughter because you're so smart and you've got it so together and you need to help her because my daughter doesn't want to be me. She doesn't want to go to work and work forever and be successful and have a company like I have. And I looked at her. I'm sitting there. My wife and I were laughing because we we're just trying to be quiet. We didn't say a word. We we're just sitting these people right next to us. <laughs> she, we looked over there. We go, nobody would want to be this woman. No matter to what extent this woman thinks she's successful in life, she's miserable. She looks miserable, and I keep bringing that point up because I'm telling you, she's telling this young girl, my daughter doesn't want to be like me, and I don't understand. Please let me have your number. You call my daughter, and you help her see that I'm the person she should grow up to be. And the young girl's placating her, going, sure, give me your number. I'll call her up, and I'll, I'll talk to her. I'll be happy to tell her that you're the, the you know the person that she should grow up to be. And at first, I had no idea. I I couldn't tell how these people knew each other. But it it finally proved out that the two older women had worked at this one lady's company. And the younger girl was just there at the bar, drunk as can be. And they were telling stories and everything. But when I looked at that, I saw young people don't want to work. They don't want to build companies and be successful. And old people, they don't know how to retire. They don't know how to give up. This lady should have retired 10 years earlier, maybe 20. You said, well, Dale, you're really putting this woman down. What I'm telling you is, is that this woman was bragging about who she was when she had no reason to be. There was nothing there. She was still working late in her 60s, maybe even 70s, probably late 60s. And she was still working like a dog. And she had this other old woman working with her like a dog. And I'm just sitting there going, and she wanted to be the archetype. For women. This is what you should all aspire to be. And I'm sitting there looking at my beautiful wife. In great shape. Who lives a life of Roy. Who is at very early age retired. Because of course we're together. And I'm thinking. Why is that wrong? And what you're preaching right? And there was no answer. There was no answer. Because the young girl was drunk. And she was allowing these old women to tell her that this is the way life should be. Now, I'm not putting down old women, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of old women that I really respect. But I didn't respect these people because they didn't respect themselves. First of all, they're 100, 150, 200 pounds overweight. What is success? What is success? It's success owning a company and then being completely out of shape, being completely miserable. Is that success? I would think the success is having a company and not looking that way, not working that hard, not killing yourself just to get ahead. And that's what I believe since I was 34 years old. I believe that you've got to work your way from being dependent on corporate America to becoming independent as an independent business person and owning your own business, and then eventually working your way out of that dependency and becoming interdependent, allowing other people to run your businesses. And not until you actually have businesses that either run themselves, which is probably oxymoronic, doesn't probably happen, but, or other people run them, are you actually successful? Allah, go back to the word retired. What does retired mean? I, I talked to two very successful mentors the other day and asked them, you know, why don't you just give this all up and just sit on the sidelines? And they told me because I can't do what I do. I can't have what I have. I can't live at the level of expectancy that I'm living at if I don't own businesses where I have people who work for me. People who work for me do everything for me. And when they said that, I go, man, that is so true. I want something done it. I just call somebody up, they get it done. I don't do it because I have people. Now you really gotta ask yourself a question Am I really retired? If you own businesses, and I own quite a few businesses, different businesses, a lot of real estate business, but also other businesses, and I don't work in any of them. So am I retired or am I just something else? We'll be right back with the Del Wapley Radio Show. One thing it has meant for us, and we have to compliment you,
0: you've given us our time back. And I say our time because we got married
1: 33 years ago, and we got married in July, do you know why? Well, that was before I met Lifestyles. I used to work for Ford Motor Company, and with Ford Motor Company, I was uh, in the automotive division. They have shut down during July, the first two of July. <laughs> So, so you had, had to shut wait down. for a shutdown to get married? Yes.
0: Yes, he actually Whoa, paid. that's
1: dedication there.
0: <laughs> he made me change our wedding date. It was supposed to be June 15th,
1: and I changed. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> so if I had been in lifestyle, I could have gotten married when I wanted to. <laughs> And the ring would have been bigger. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you.
0: laughs> Ready to get your time back like Vivian and Cornell? Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
1: Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, what I'm trying to do is attack the word retirement from both sides, maybe from all four sides. Just It just doesn't make any sense to me, the word. I don't think it even is relevant in our society anymore, retirement, because what it used to be, it was a date, it was a time, it was an age, it was a place, and you just got off the pommel horse, and that was it. You never went back up again. But nowadays, I don't know the retirement is actually that definitive. I mean, like I said, I'm sitting here at and i should count them someday but i'm just i'm guessing it's 17 companies and that's just guess i should actually add them all up but i own all these different companies and obviously i can't work in 17 companies but truthfully i really don't work in any of them the most time i put into anything is lifestyles unlimited which is the mentoring program You know, it's an education mentoring program that you're basically hearing about all the time. That's where I put most of my time, but still that amount of time is three hours a week doing a radio show and some seminars here and there, and it's really not much time. It's more just a way for me to maintain my social attachment to it, really, more than anything else. So when I sit here and I think about people that, that like this ladies we were talking about at the bar who... They've never even thought about retirement. I mean, the ladies in her late 60s, at least, she's bragging to this young girl that she's made it, that she is the example of feminine success. And the only reason I'm putting in the female part of it is because it made it even more brutal, because she was screaming about women's lip and how this was a man's world. She kept saying that kind of stuff. It's a man's world. I made it a man's world. I want my daughter to know how to make it in a man's world. And I think you should learn how to make it in a man's world. It was that she was making a, such a big point out of it that that was so important to her that she had ruined her life doing it. And I'm saying ruined her life based on my definition of a ruined life. Being 65 years of age, still working like a dog, being with your employees at a bar at 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, having the nightcap after you've worked hard all day long. That isn't a life. That's a jail sentence. Jail sentence to your company. And so, does she retire someday? Is there even such a thing as a retirement for a person like that? I don't see how she could ever do it. Her whole entire persona is based on who she is. She'd have no story if she wasn't working like a dog. And then I think about me. Well, did that happen to me? I said, well, maybe it did. So, Dell, what did you do differently? Well, the only difference was... That I figured out that I don't really want to be working in my business. And there's the difference. Retirement then becomes a different definition. It becomes the day you no longer work in your business. I asked Curtis, one of our top investors, 75 apartment complexes he owns. I know it's not even close. He might have 100 now. Every time I turn around, he's got more. Because what he does, he keeps taking the money he makes from these apartment complexes and buying into additional apartment complexes. And I asked him, when is it ever going to be enough? And it wasn't really about enough. His explanation was it was about the power of having other people do the work for him. As long as he kept moving the money out of one deal and into another and rotating it around, he had all these other people that were... You know the leads of these deals, and he was a passive, all these other smart people were working and making him money. And he wasn't working to make money. Hmm. There you go. How do you get there? You become a passive investor and you invest with everybody else that's out there doing it that are good. So you make some money. Then I spoke with the other guy, Scott, also a very successful business person. And he said, well, I don't get rid of all my businesses because it's my staff. He said, I could own one apartment complex, and and I could operate it, but then I wouldn't have this massive staff of great people. Because if you own one apartment complex, you have a manager and an insular staff. But if you own a portfolio, you have a supervisor. You have an asset management team that takes care of your assets for you. So when you get ready to do something, even if it's something new, you don't dive in and do it. You go, hey, team, here's what we're going to do. And the team dives in and does it. And so he said there's no such thing as total retirement for him because then he gives up his leverage of people. So one guy is saying my leverage is to get completely out of the business, completely have no control of it and let other people do it. The other guy is saying I want total control and own a large business so that I have the people working for me to control it. Not really the same thing, but in the sense that what it does is the same thing, which is create the position that they don't have to get up and go to work every day and yet they still have income coming in, massive income. When you look at that and you think about it, I started thinking about myself, well, maybe that's really what I've done. I've got all these different companies, so if I want something, I can call my CFO, I can call my executive vice presidents, I can call VPs, I can call all these people in all these different companies, brokers and agents and people, say, could you get this done for me? I'd like you to do this, if you would, don't mind. And I have all these people that can help me get things done that I'd want to get done. And so I'm just sitting there and what's so profound about it was I had never really thought about it that way because I like to claim that I'm retired, but they're saying there is really no such thing as retirement in this day and age. Retirement might be poverty in this day and age. It might be social security and starvation. Maybe there is no such thing as retirement anymore. And that's why I'm doing this show today is I'm just stimulating thought. What are you going to do? A couple of questions are really important. Number one, when do you want to so-called, quote-unquote, retire? I did it at age 34. you going to wait to age 74? Retirement age used to be 59. Then it moved up to 62. Then they moved it to 64, then to 65. And then all of a sudden, it went from 65, boom, all the way now, retirement expectations is like 74. Are you going to work till you're 74? I get up in the morning sometimes, and my joints hurt. My body hurts. I'm tired for whatever reason. And I just think to myself, how could people at my age get up, put on your clothes, and go to work? I don't know. It's a scary thought. Scary, although I don't have to do it. But scary if I did have to do it. What do people my age do? And what do you do when you're older? You're 70, 75, and you're still working because people can't retire anymore. You know the 401k system doesn't work. Never has. It was an experiment to try to get rid of pensions for people. And so the government, along with big companies everywhere, said, well, you know what? We can't provide pensions anymore. Pension plans are breaking companies. They're bankrupting. So what we'll do is we'll put your retirement in your hands, and the government will help you by allowing it to be not taxed until you start using it. And your company will help you by contributing some small amount towards whatever it is you're saving. And now it's up to you to save and to put together enough money to retire. The problem is, as we talk about here all the time, and this isn't today's show, is that you don't know what to do with that money. You don't do anything that makes it possible for you to retire. You have no cash flow from your retirement savings. You have no way to replace your earned income. You can't take stock to the grocery store nor to the gas station. If you sell the stock to get the money to go to the grocery store or the gas station, you don't have any stock anymore. So the entire concept is completely ignorant, backwards, and useless. You can't live off stock. So what I'm going to end this show with is some basic concepts that I believe in, that I think you should consider believing in, that they may make your life better. Number one, retirement is not an age. It's not something that you are guaranteed. You will not get to an age and the world will go, all right, just stop working. It's not going to happen. You're going to keep working and working and working unless you have something in place to change the fact that you don't need to get up every day and earn cash to live off of. Right? So you say, well, I'm saving, I'm saving, I'm saving. Number two thing you need to know is retirement's not a pile of money. It's not how much money you have because no matter how much money you have, if you think about it, it will go away instantly once you stop working. So let's say you've worked for 40, 50 years and you've saved $500,000 and you live on hundred grand a year. That's five years. But the truth of the matter is it's not even five years because each year you take hundred grand out, your savings has less, earns less, and it becomes an exponential reduction year after year because you have less to draw from. And so as you go on... It's not a pile of money. So if it's not an age and it's not a pile of money, which are the two most prevalent belief systems out there in the world, what is it? Well, first of all, let's talk about the fact that it is a financial position where you have enough passive income to replace your earned income. You have to be in that position for it to start to take place. Number two, you have to be done working Mentally, a lot of people I know come to Lifestyles, they buy some real estate, they replace their earned income, and they continue to work. Why is that? Because they're not psychologically done working yet. They've got more they want to prove in whatever it is that they're doing in life. So you have to be psychologically ready to let go of, who am I? I am Dr. Dell. I am Fireman Dell. I am Police Officer Dell. I am Professor Dell. You have to be willing to let go of who you are as a work person before you can ever retire. Many people can't do that and never do that. They can never give up that. I see people on TV now that are in politics and they're professors or whatever their news, you know, they go in the news and they're like some expert about something. And they're 80 years old. Dude, the president is like 77 years old. What in the heck are you doing at 77 still working? I just don't get it. Just That doesn't seem like a successful person to me. In fact, I don't see how we can even elect a 77-year-old person to tell us how to live life because he didn't do it. He didn't make it. All right, so you have to be psychologically prepared to retire. You have to be financially prepared. The next thing you have to do is realize that retirement is not the beginning of the end. What do I mean by that? Well, a lot of people think that once you retire, you start pulling money out of your 401K and it starts to dwindle. As it dwindles, it doesn't have as much money in there to earn more money. And so it becomes exponential reduction in those funds. Not what happened with me. When I quit working and I made money and had the same amount of money I had when I was working, I realized that I was saving money while I was working. That's how I got the investments that I was able to get. So I continued to save and I continued to buy investments. And each year as I bought more investments, I earned more money. 30 years later, you don't even want to know how much more money I make now. You have to realize, I'm not telling you that to impress you. I'm telling you that to impress upon you that I didn't even realize how much more money I could make by that exponential growth. I was just happy to not be working anymore. And there it is. You have to realize money can still grow. What else? Fitness. Once you retire, what becomes the most important thing in your life? Staying fit. Staying healthy. Staying alive. What good is it to have enough money, enough passive income to retire, and then you're sick? Or you die. They just do not make any sense. That becomes the most important thing. And if there is one that's close to it, if there's another one that is close, you have to remain a social being. I see so many people, once they retire, turn into recluses. They don't do anything. They don't go anywhere. They don't talk to anybody. They don't have any friends. They don't have any debates in life. They don't have any life to live for. They're not social beings anymore. And the second you give up being a social being, your brain starts to go away. So if you don't do really rigid physical exercise, both cardiovascular exercise to keep the heart and lungs working and the body believing it's alive, and anaerobic exercise, lifting of weights to keep the, the bones, the joints, believing that you still need to be able to stand erect and maintain your muscular structure. If you don't keep doing those, your body will deteriorate rapidly. But if you don't talk to people... If you're not social, if you don't have friends, then your mind will go. And it will go quite rapidly. Have any of you got grandparents you talk to them you go, they just, they're not even here? They have no idea what's going on in this world? Because they're not really even here. It doesn't matter that they're retired. They can't think. They can't communicate. They're mentally dead. So let's talk about that. You've got to replace your earned income with passive income. You've got to continue to grow that amount of income. You've got to maintain your physical fitness, and you've got to maintain your social awareness. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.